I know, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to a very special episode 152 of Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. And even though I'm feeling cute without the E, this podcast is proof of what happiness is. First one's too obvious, I think. Um, <laughs> you know how I do with these things, so... Oh, fucking oh, If you've got a bad feeling about this already... Are you done? Y- yeah. Oh, cool. The Swiss guest is Adam Azara, legendary frontman and singer of Take It Back Sunday and a band who I, I'd like them from now on to be pronounced fucking whatever. <laughs> fucking whatever. Yes. <laughs> that, that is a very good point. But we all whatever. know by now just how much of a Take It Back Sunday fangirl, nerd and historian, for the lack of a better term, Historian, <laughs> he's calling himself historian. Man. Well, Jesus. they are my, gone to my a couple favorite. of gigs, listened to a couple of albums. Historian, there he is. Historian Morgan Richards. Rich, yeah, I'm. I'm taking that. I'm taking that to the grave. But they are my favorite band, and I've confessed my love for them numerous of times on this podcast. But if you're pure emo trash like me, you'll notice that 152 is a signature number in all things TBS. It's used on all their album covers, merch, certain things with their fans and crew, the lot. So with that in mind, we just had to invite Adam back on to dish out all the secrets and origins of the number while reminiscing some even more unbelievable moments into a genre-defying career. We've obviously talked about their influence a lot, Sean, but Taking Back Sunday really are an important band to both you and I. Yes, very, very, very much so. Um, what a brilliant band. I've uh, been lucky enough to uh, play with them once or twice over the years and see them many, many times, always entertaining fantastic to listen to just i just love them all around so it was fantastic to get to talk to adam and yeah thank you very much to emma for sorting out 
this chat, especially with it being episode 152, we went to them and we were like, look, this is a special number to take it back Sunday. Can we do this episode? And they seemed very, very happy that we um, got in touch with them for it. So yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a fantastic chat. We talk about two of my favourite Ricks, uh, <laughs> Rick James and Rick Flair. Yeah, nobody was expecting that. I wasn't no. expecting that. No, no, I wasn't was expecting I. that. But uh, we have a brilliant, brilliant chat with Adam that is very, very funny and it's very, very enjoyable. And I know you're going to enjoy it too. So stick around for that. If you've got any future guest ideas, any questions or anything you want to know, Get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram at Sappeninpod. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. Or if you've listened to three or more episodes of Sappening Podcast, bear in mind we've this will be our second with Adam from Taking Back Sunday. We've got one with former member Matt Rubano as well, and one with uh, Fred Mascherino. So if you listen to three episodes or more of Sapling Podcast, you must, and it's now law, Preeti Patel from the Conservative Party emailed me just now to say you must sign up to patreon.com forward slash Sapling. Yes, and over there you get a load of exclusive bonuses and extras from podcasts, playlists, photos, behind the scene goodness, and all that. Meetups, and chats, including zooms. being a- invited into our wonderful Sapnin podcast patreon community who are wonderful human beings you'll make friends you'll have gig buddies for life and it's just an overall wonderful time there's a lot of celebrations going on for us at the moment so get over there and involved with everything and it's the best way to support the podcast but let's not go on any longer the wonderful mr adam lazara is back on episode 152 of sapnin podcast yes big fan of adam keith lazara i, I don't think that's his middle name i just made it up i'm sorry about that. um but yes you fucking have a listen to this sapnin sapnin were you swigging a bottle then the perfect time i said sapnin sapnin Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Sapnin! Sapnin! What's happening, guys? Oh, hey. oh come on, Adam! Gosh. You've been here before, man. Like I can't. I, yeah, but I just have trouble saying it like you do. And then, like I've like stuttered since I was a kid. So getting me to like say something like that, like it would just be dead, dead air. My eyes would be rolling back it, <laughs> to the back of my head. It'd be, it'd be like a, uh, like a. You know, like a Looney Tunes moment, like a Corky <laughs> yeah. the Pig. When when he like tries to say like "see you guys later," but then it, he has to say something different because his body or like his mind just won't let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's oh, fair. We'll yeah. let you off then. We'll let you off in that case. But no, it's so good to speak to you again. Um, yeah. So yeah, we should let the uh, listeners know that you were doing this via the phone, so we can't see each other anyway. So if we had got you stuck, we we couldn't have been able to tell either. So we wouldn't have known, but um, yeah. How are you? Good, man. Like we're um, we're like easing back into playing shows again, which feels uh, which just feels so great. We did a run with uh, Thursday in in September, and and right now we're with uh, Jimmy World, which is just fantastic. Well, yeah, that's um, that tour is literally Morgan <laughs> Morgan's favorite two bands of all time touring literally. together. You guys and. I- you guys in Jimmy's world. I'm very Dude, jealous look, that that's not in the UK. <laughs> if you if you get on a plane now, you could definitely make one of the shows. <laughs> Is there, are you are you offering me are you offering me guest list, Adam? Because I mean, no, Well, like, look here. The, I know a guy, so I could definitely get you into the show. Oh. <laughs> so so yeah. there's a. Uh, at, at the very least, I think we could get you a discount. You could get you a discount yeah. at the very least. There's like a, yeah, like we offer um, discounted guest rates. So uh, <laughs> we could work something out. The thing is, you just pay the money directly to me in cash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And, well, uh, I'll, have yeah. a, I'll have a look of flights. I'll have a look of flights. The problem with that then is, though, you have to meet him in the flesh. Surely it'd be easier for you to be PayPal'd by Morgan. So you don't have to see him at all. Yeah, there. Well, I would give him my Venmo, my Venmo in, information. That's no problem. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. But yeah, how is, how's the tour been? How's the tour been with Jimmy World? Great. I mean, this is just. Um, we'll be on show two tonight, but but first show went great, and it's you know like they're like they're also one of my favorite bands. Like, I actually feel bad because I was like the first show we were in Salt Lake city and there were these, uh, two guys up front, you know, they looked pretty young. And so I said into the microphone, I'm like, man, first time I saw Jimmy world, I was probably around your guys' age. How old are you? And they were like 16. And I was like, yeah, that's how old I was. But then, so then when Jimmy world was playing, uh, Jim made the joke, he was like, yeah, first time I saw 
taking back Sunday. I, well, I called the police and I thought that was hilarious. But then I thought, wait, I hope they weren't. <laughs> wait, like, I hope he didn't think I was saying like, oh my God, they're so old. Because I don't feel that way at all. I was, I was just trying to express to everyone that was there, like how much and how much I love their band and for how long. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. But after all this time away and just being kind of like stuck in the house and not being able to tour, I'm sure that not only has it felt weird for you, but this must be the most excited you've ever been to get back on a stage and swing a microphone around. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, there, there's, well, like the, the swing in the microphone, you know, I never look at it like that, but I guess mm. uh, now that you say it, sure. There, it's, there's, <laughs> it's like a, it's like it's a it's a it's a strange thing you know because you go through this whole year of of uh not being able to do it so now that we're back out here like i just couldn't tell you how excited we all are and like just how fortunate we are just realizing that we are that we're able to do it so there's that but then there's this other side that's like oh god is this safe are we doing the right thing oh no (laughs) like so there's like kind of like there's like the two voices uh the the internal dialogue is split in two you know and you just try to try to find a compromise between those two voices yeah yeah i'm sure well adam obviously we've wanted you back on for many reasons we always say how much we love tbs and have documented that on a lot of episodes but this is actually episode 152 and that is That's a very amazing. Sig- significant number for TBSU, the whole thing. Being a massive nerd of the band, I definitely wanted you on for this reason. Um, oh, he's petitioned just- for this. <laughs> could you just kind of explain what the, the number, why that's being like so sent- like sentimental with the band over the years and be on every single album cover you've ever released? Sure, there, there was... I grew up um, in North Carolina and where I grew up in North Carolina was like a, like not a tiny town, but it was relatively small. So to go to any show or anything, you had to drive about an hour and a half, either, uh, either North or South. And at that time, most of the shows were going through Chapel Hill, uh, which is a town, you know, like Merge Records is there and like Super Chunk, like that whole thing. So we would drive up there and kind of the halfway point, was this exit off of Interstate 40. There's uh, Interstate 40 and I-85. They kind of merged together for this uh, for a ways in North Carolina. So anyways, there there's an exit. It's exit 152, and that's where we would kind of meet up and, and then, like, when we were going to these shows. And then uh, it's, like, grown a lot since that time, but there was, or, like, that area. Because it was, back then, there was, like, two gas stations. They had these honey mustard flavored chips, which were super weird, or crisps, as you guys would say. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then uh, they, there's a, yeah, so we would just always stop there and meet up with friends. So then when I moved to New York, you know, to join the band and then through all that, like having the 152 on the, on the records was just kind of a nod to them just this thing of saying like, no matter how like far away we get or, or, or like how far away we may feel like that they're still a huge part of what we're doing, which is still true to this day. So it's, it was just to let them know that I was thinking about them. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I put my money on. It was something to do with an area code. So, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> super interesting. 
And uh, yeah, has anybody ever stolen that one five two sign? Surely, uh, some rabid taking back Sunday fans should. No, uh, we've. I've uh, actually thought about it numerous occasions, but <laughs> but it's like right, like like right off the highway, you know, and like it's always mm. kind of busy through there, so there's no like real. But there was uh, uh, over the years, people have put like a ton of stickers on the one five two signs and they keep replacing the signs or like scraping the stickers off. And I just think about the poor, like the poor guy, it's like his job, like, all right, I got to go up on the side of the interstate to scrape all these stickers off of this road sign (laughs) for some reason. So, uh, yeah. I just, I just imagine that, like, a midnight emo gang just kind of getting there in the middle of the night, plastering with stickers and then running off. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I know that a few my buddy Greg put up there. And then he, like, because he would go and, like, put one up and then take a picture and then, like, just hop back in his car and take off, you know. But uh, so I, like, think even, like, they're like ninjas, man. Like, middle of the day, <laughs> you go from 70 miles an hour, you know, you stop hop out of the car stick it on there and then get in and go about your business well yeah i was thinking that like if you've got like a bunch of high-vis jackets you could get a team <laughs> out there because people just think that you're working for the road or whatever and then you basically like the i guess the rock banksy like you could have a team go out there and just paint, <laughs> take him back sunday on it that'd be a mi- take him banksy sunday oh that's oh, cool. oh, see, oh, look, oh. million dollar million dollar ideas <laughs> i See, like right when you right when you said that, I immediately thought of like uh, Ocean's Eleven or like the Italian Job or something. To where like there's a big heist and they pretend like they're a part of the part of the road crew. But that um, that's a avenue that we haven't explored. So we'll have to talk again soon. I'll see what I can put together. Have you passed in a tour bus yet? I'm wondering if you could like pull over and just like oh. <laughs> uh, well. It's funny, like I like any time we've driven by in the bus, it's been like super like we've been sleeping. So, but there was oh, fair enough. Uh, for like the past um, two years, like my wife Misha, she was um, getting her master's at NC State, which is in Raleigh, and then so we were going back and forth between Charlotte and Raleigh, North Carolina, and then like every time we were going, you know, we past that exit so i can't tell you like how many like half videos i have on my phone of like trying <laughs> yeah. to like yeah i'll get it i'll get it like, oh I yeah, fucking yeah, passed God, it. i was so close yeah so it, <laughs> it, it, but um yeah i'll have to go through and try to find all those because they're probably pretty funny like a good amount of cursing in the background <laughs> yeah you, i can, yeah, you I can, can imagine su- you can make you can make a super compilation of the times you've nearly caught it on camera yeah it oh man like that would have to be a whole actually maybe that's just what my instagram can turn into is me trying <laughs> yes. to get this time <laughs> oh that'd be yeah. so good yeah or you just make like you make you make a take it back sunday lyric video in the future and just oh. all the background visuals are just <laughs> missing that sign <laughs> look if if uh if uh that's actually a really great idea and um <laughs> so if you, can have you it. see you can have it. well yeah, I'll if, make, I, I'll, if i if, if I'll, i see it i won't say anything well, like, no, no, no. I'm all about credit where credit's due. So, like, well, like, if we do, uh, if I can pull that off, because I guarantee I have at least five minutes of stuff if you put it all together, <laughs> nice. it would be. Yeah. So, well, uh, 
shoot you an email and let you know it's come and then we can always <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. I love how Please do. I love I love how we've just made it taking back to the music video here. That's absolutely phenomenal. But yeah, John, three minds are greater than one. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of the album covers as well, like I feel having one five two, you've put it in plain sight on a lot of the records, but there's little elements of it as well that has been hidden in plain view. Is there any in particular that are your favorite and are like new again, had the dice that you had to look a bit more and louder now it's the price of the ticket and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have a, a favorite version of the one five two on an album cover? I, I, uh, I can't say that anyone is, uh, like that. I like any one more than the other, you know, like I, like, I think that they all, like, I'm just proud that we've managed to squeeze it into each one without it looking really out of place you know like there's and we've been real fortunate like it's well like brad philippe you know like he's done um almost all of our covers i uh, i i think with the exception of happiness is and tell our friends so like he's he's uh real good at getting it in there like i remember on where you want to be was the first record cover that he worked with us on and and then from then on like anytime i've called him up and kind of told him the general idea of what we were going for. He, uh, or as far as like the, uh, like the theme of the artwork, he, he just go, he just goes ahead and puts it on there. He just knows. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. And, and going back to that kind of time before moving to New York and really taking the band off, is there any memories that kind of stand out to you of that time going to shows, meeting up with friends and just, and just meeting up there? Like what 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 comes to mind? what was the best show you remember? Yeah. Uh, best show, man. Like there were so many, cause that was pretty much just what I lived for. You know, like that was, um, there was one time and I'll never forget the show. Cause I remember there was like this conversation that I had with my dad the next day. Cause he was, re- he was pretty mad. I mean, I think I was like 16 and he, uh, uh, the get up kids were on tour with MXPX and they played in, played in Winston-Salem and Get Up Kids were opening. I was a huge fan of both bands. And then, but they didn't, uh, so they played at like one of the bigger clubs, uh, which was called Ziggy's. But after the show, uh, since their set was only like a half hour or like 45 minutes or whatever, they packed everything up and then went over to this other, like more like DIY venue called 533 Uprisings, which was in downtown Winston-Salem. And they were like, yeah, like, we'll set up there and play, like, a full set uh, so you guys could see that. And, and like, I was kind of acquaint- acquaintances with the people that ran the ran that venue. Um, I was just a few years younger than them. So, anyway, so after, so, like, we watched Give Kids, watch MXPX set, and then hopped in the car. I had this Datsun Nissan Sentra. It's before Nissan was its own co- uh, company. And it, and it was, and it was a stick shift only first, third and fifth gear work. So if I had to back up, I'd be like, <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> That's like, insane. yeah, like the, like the top row <laughs> gear. So if I had to back up, I had to like Fred Flintstone it, but, but there was a, I, thankfully it was a small car it, it, anyway. So, but we, yeah. So then we drove across town and then they just set up and played. There was maybe like, 40 people there and it was just incredible like and also it was like a school night you know i didn't get home till like three in the morning so that was like hot hell for that but 
it was uh it was worth it like that show will always always uh always stick out for me and coincidentally that venue is the same place to where i first saw jimmy world they were touring like clarity had just came out because i remember because i got uh like the promotional poster you know i got it from the show it was up in my room for a long time it's, it's amazing to see those kind of full circle moments take place like all these years later and being able to tour with each other now yeah there's like i remember there was one time like like we played like a radio show or something with jimmy world and i was like talking to jim and i was trying to tell him about that and like how i had the poster and all that but i was oh my god it was so awkward and then i was like well i guess i'm just never gonna talk to jim again that's just how that's gonna <laughs> go. i just embarrassed myself so but um but uh he's uh he was he's real gracious so uh so it's not awkward now <laughs> and i'm glad i got it out of my system yeah yeah of yeah, course of good. course yeah good to hear that but being stuck in that mindset um as well as the kind of the old days like is there anything that you've really noticed in your kind of musical journey or just the kind of songwriting aspect of of your craft now compared to when you started because obviously you know you've grown up so much obviously you're a big family man now you've been doing this for for so long that priorities and mindsets will shift is there anything when you think back to younger adam that maybe like not necessarily advice for anything you think is, is quite interesting on the way you look at things differently. Well, there, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a really big question. <laughs> there, there's uh, one of the things like a big difference is I was always the one that, you know, if I was talking to, it's like, uh, Matt Galley, he's, who's booked us for since the very beginning. And, and I remember having conversations with them, telling them like, Hey man, like we don't care if we're home, just keep us busy, keep us working to, to whereas now at a certain point we'll be like, Hey, we need to go home. (laughs) 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 Hey Mike, less touring. (laughs) Yeah. There's, and it's, and it's, and it's not because like we don't want to or anything like that. It's or like play, but it's just because, there's just different, um, like back then, you know, like we didn't have families or anything. So, and now it's a different set of circum, circum, circumstances, I guess. Is, but, uh, but yeah, like, like as far as like your question though, like about like things we've learned or anything like that. I mean, that's like, I feel like you could do a whole series just on that. <laughs> <laughs> like it would be hard to, really pinpoint just one thing yeah. <laughs> no i can imagine that's uh, that's book territory there definitely <laughs> yeah yeah for real but fast forward into modern day now obviously uh you've just released a cover of my name is jonas by weezer now i've seen online yeah. t- stick it's it is fantastic. fantastic. I've seen a couple of people be a little bit confused online because it's a little bit left field and something they weren't expecting. But I understand that you guys have actually been playing this song in like sound checks and stuff for years. Yeah, well, like not so much years, but like in like 2019, we were doing this kind of like uh, 2019 mark, like 20 years since uh, like I had join the band and like we kind of like started in this down this road so um so we wanted to do something to celebrate that because i think if you 
managed to do anything consistently for 20 years like that deserves some kind of celebration so anyways that said like we went and like did so much touring you know like we went all around the world and we were just kind of like trying to celebrate with the people that made it possible and that have grown up with us or like found us somewhere along the way the sound check started to get a bit monotonous because it was like okay i guess we'll just play this song again so one day mark our drummer was like like we get up there for sound check he's like hey do you, do you just want can we just play something different and um and and then we were just kind of thinking of uh like like what songs that we all knew and then someone started playing that opening kind of like guitar uh the picky kind of arpeggiated parts of my name is jonas and everybody jumped in and we just all knew it and and so uh we didn't have to like, sure. There were little nuances that we had to go back and, and, and cause that's one of the things I love about Weezer is that there's all, like, uh, even the songs that are presented very simply, there's always something real awesome going on once you take a closer look. But so the, but it was, uh, we just thought it was pretty amazing that we didn't really talk about it or plan anything out and everybody just knew the song. So so we started doing that during sound checks. Then we just started adding it to the set because it was just fun for us. And and then we we had a day off in Buffalo, New York, and we went uh, to a studio there. Actually, it's the the Goo Goo Dolls built it. Oh, nice! Oh, wow! Which is pretty cool. It has a really great live room, like like they're like modular. And so, anyway, so we went there with with the guy who's our friend now, his name's Jay and, and just tracked it. Cause again, it was something new to do and we love being in the studio. And so then we just had this recording, uh, just kind of sitting around and, and, um, it was really Mark that, that helped it come along to be re released now, you know, cause at a certain point he's like, man, we need to just put that out. Let's just put that out. You know, stars kind of aligned. It's a, photo finish that which is at matt galley's label you know galley that i mentioned who's booked us since the very beginning they were just kind of like yeah we'd love to put it out and then so here we are with a weezer cover out <laughs> yeah nice awesome well yeah the reception seems to have been um really good so far fucking better be <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> that's the answer i wanted that's the yeah. answer i wanted that's yeah, just, no, yeah. good I was just going for the laugh there. Yeah, no, but <laughs> no, no, I wish. You're right. I no, wish. No, you're right. More bands would do that, though. I wish more bands would be like, "Yeah, you fucking better like our new shit." Yeah, like, of course. There's not. Yeah. There's not enough heels. There's not enough no, heels in, heels. in yeah, fucking yeah, music. We need more. We need more Ric Flair's in rock. That's what we need, Dad. And, <laughs> and fuck your couch. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your couch. Um, no, that's Rick Sorry, James. That different, Rick, different Rick. Rick, Rick yeah. <laughs> different yeah. Rick. But Rick yeah. Flair actually lives in, he lives in Charlotte. Not uh, uh, There's, I'll like see him around from time to time. Shut no up. Where have you seen, you got to let us know. Where have, where have you seen Rick Flair? There's this restaurant called cowfish in charlotte north carolina and what it is is it's like a hybrid of like uh um, american fare and sushi and hence the name cowfish and, and uh they have a like a signature rick flair role um called the nature boy role and uh <laughs> yeah no i joke. fucking love and this 
and uh and they uh so restaurants really great and we used to go there a, a lot but there's like once or twice that like yeah like we were like i remember there was one time we were like waiting like waiting on the table you know we were sitting out out outside and then i just kind of looked over i'm like that's fucking rick flair all right <laughs> <laughs> i like the idea of you you're him win from a distance before you see him there's just a what the fuck is that but yeah that's amazing i was not Uh, expecting that (laughs) (laughs) do you know what there's not enough taking back sunday rick flay crossovers i don't think (laughs) there's definitely not at the same time though you have recently dyed your hair blonde as well oh yeah i just wanted to have more fun (laughs) nice no I, i just yeah yeah, like that was uh it Just was something to it, do. Yeah, something to do. Like it was a long year and then <laughs> I'm I'm like, well something something needs to change. I haven't dyed my hair in a long time. Let's try that out. But it was my neighbor, uh my our next door neighbor uh least that did it. And I'll tell you what, like I've always like the only time I've ever done anything like that with like it's just always been like you know like in like a dressing room or like or just by myself you know and and then but to do it right it takes a long time which i didn't know yeah so i don't think uh, i will be doing it again anytime soon just because it takes (laughs) so long well Uh, have have you been having more fun since being blonde no not not necessarily (laughs) I, I, i i i like really thought that just the heavens would open up, you know, cause I've, I've uh, <laughs> heard all the things, but I would say I'm having about the same, the same amount of fun. Oh, good. So, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no dramatic difference either way then. No. Really. It's, okay. No. <laughs> well, I'm glad we take that up for anyone listening. Who's thinking of dying their hair blonde just to have more fun. Adam um, has confirmed it's not worth it. Yeah, um, don't bother. <laughs> but, um, but like, yeah, but with new music as well, I mean, obviously the pandemic's showing a lot of bands kind of working on things behind the scenes and there's a lot of, of albums that have come out of this kind of weird time. Was that anything that you guys had been doing? Was there any kind of like demos or anything like that going going on behind the scenes or was it just kind of an excuse to have some time off, spend it with the family and be safe? Well, it was a little bit of both. Like right in like early March we had actually gone to like start demoing. Um, we were all together at this studio called uh, Sue in Charlotte, which is where we recorded tidal wave. And, and so like we went down and we were starting to demo ideas. I think we were together for like a week. And, and, and then uh, immediately after that was when it, when it was like, okay, the whole entire world's going on a quarantine lockdown right now. So then we're like, Oh God. And, uh, and then during that time, we didn't really have a chance to get together because we all live in separate places and we were just trying to be as safe and as possible. So it wasn't until like, there was like towards the end, like this time last year, we had had a trip scheduled and then all the numbers started to spike again. So it wasn't until like spring of this year that, um, to where we were able to like, like we felt like it was safe, you know, and like time to get back together. And then since then we've, we've done a couple writing trips and it's all been real great. Like I like think after, like we were very fortunate because in 2019, like I said, we were like so busy. And then, so we were already like our plan for 
2020, you know, was to kind of like, okay, let's like, let's regroup and then start working on new songs. And, and, and then like, I think we had like a handful of shows spread out over the year. Um, so I just say we were lucky in the sense of like, we were, we were coming out of a really busy year. So I think part of it was just kind of being able to um, recover from all that touring and, and which was nice. But then I was, I know for me personally, I was just itching to get into the studio like the whole time. So each like trip that we had has been real, been real great. We're well on our way to being, uh, you know, to being ready to track a new record. Yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. How many, um, how many records, how many records, Jesus Christ, how many songs do you think you've, uh, you've got so far? Um, well, there's, I mean, I would say that there's like probably about half of the way there. And then there's also like, there's a lot of other like ideas floating around that we just need to sit down and massage a little bit, you know? So I don't know, like what, like with us, like we don't really like we we found that what works best for us is just is to just go in and then just kind of see what happens, you know, because anytime we've gone into the studio and thought, OK, we're going to write some songs that kind of feel like this, you know, like then they never turn out good. <laughs> so so we've just kind of been letting it happen. And oh, my God, we're just like the we're the luckiest guys I no, because we're able to do that so it's um very excited you know after this run we'll probably do get back in to kind of switch gears into that again so i'm really excited for that nice well really looking forward to new music when it is already but while we're talking about projects and stuff like that we have to mention something that you've been releasing quite lately and fucking whatever with uh john nolan and anthony green now this is a bit left field for yeah <laughs> a bit left field for all of you i think a lot of people again were taken by surprise that this was even a thing um how did it come about was it like a little joke back in 2016 of like taste of chaos when you all toured together that some you should all do something someday and then this was just a perfect opportunity like how did it come about well like that tour that we did in 2016 like all of the venues were kind of like outside of town and things like that so after the shows you know like there was like nowhere to like you're not going out anywhere do anything like that so there were a a lot of nights we just kind of just be sitting around hanging out be it in the dressing rooms or like the parking lots whatever and i remember there was one night like i just walked into the room and like say osin was on that tour and they're always doing some weird shit like there's they uh (laughs) they like the I like the idea of us. I like the idea of us. Seosin's running theme, just weird shit. Seosin runs <laughs> yeah, some weird like shit again. Of course, they fucking are. Seosin. <laughs> yeah, like they're always. Well, they're always like, uh, or like, yeah. There's just a weird trip. They're on. like, they like taught me all about like the Weimhoff uh, breathing method and oh, all yes. that. Which so, yes. but um, so so like I walked into one of the rooms and and it just sounded kind of like a. Uh, everybody was chanting and and then i was like well i gotta see what this is about so like i went in and it's like anthony and john and and uh ben and they were just kind of like harmonizing and ben was kind of like banging on stuff around so i hopped in that so it just kind of became this thing that we 
did after the shows, you know. And then one of my favorite times that we did it, we we played this venue called Red Rocks in Colorado, which is just one of the most beautiful venues of because it's built into the mountain. And it, but there's a tunnel that goes from the stage to uh, front of house, you know, like where like the where uh, where all the mixing's done. And then in the tunnel, we like we were hanging out in there and and doing that in there and just with just how it you know like it's just this cement tunnel so there's a lot of like uh echo and reverb and it just sounded amazing and then and then that was kind of that you know like that tour ended and we didn't think much about it and then i john was going through like sometime last year was going through his voice memos on his phone and he had found a bunch of them that he had that he had recorded and then him and anthony were talking and they were like oh we should put these out and then as john was listening more he was like you know we should probably just uh redo them because because there were definitely moments you know that sounded great and then other moments ah so great and, and um <laughs> just to, you know like reaching for the note or something so then they uh so then a little we got to talking a little more and then there was, I think Anthony first like sent, like sent around this idea and it was basically just him singing acapella. And then, so John took it and like added a thing to it. And then Ben added a thing to it. And then I added a thing to it. So we were just kind of sending these files around. Um, and then John kind of became the point man to do the, to do the arranging. And, and at a certain point we were like, we should put this out. And we weren't sure if anyone, uh, would put it out and but it turned out that born losers was all about it so we uh yeah so we put it out with them and then like as the songs were going along it it was real amazing because there was no it was just like as free form as it could be and there was never a moment that i remember even thinking or even anyone else saying like like hey maybe don't do this here and try something more like this like it was just literally like everyone was just trying to put their thing on it to like to enhance the songs you know and i'm just really proud with how they came out and then too like i like think that there's a big thing you know like in like writing especially with myself maybe and like maybe the past year amplified it but this kind of like uh or like really just this raging insecurity you know like it's like real hard when i've found for me sometimes when i'm like trying to write to like stop that other voice you know that other person that's in your head telling telling you that you can't or like or that whatever you're doing is no good or anything like that like i was kind of in that place and then through kind of working on this with those guys i think really helped to kind of pull me pull me out of that and then also just like really like lifted up by them you know and i and and in like talking to them they felt that same thing so it was like real like i don't want to use the word therapeutic but that's the only one i could think of right now so it's very <laughs> thera like they like therapeutic and and i hope you know that like people that find their way to it you know like i hope it that it uh that that they uh can get a little bit of that same thing that i felt because that was real special to me and then also every year like we some buddies and I, like we, uh, we get this cabin up in the mountains, like, uh, in this, uh, right outside of this uh, city called Boone 
in North Carolina. And um, it's like, a, well, it's really just like a hippie weekend, but like no technology, like current technology. So we just take like records and acoustic instruments and, like and things like that. And we just have a weekend to like kind of reset and all that. And then like, I remember when we were talking about like, man, like it'd be awesome if we could put this out, like maybe get some vinyl made. And then like, my first thought was this would be the perfect record for that weekend. And I want it just for that. <laughs> and <laughs> nice. Then, and then that worked out. So it's real nice when a plan comes together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It, it really is. It really is. But what a, what a name for a project as well. Like that <laughs> yeah, is, that's, that's, awesome. that's up there with one of the best yeah, I've ever it, heard. <laughs> It, 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 uh, it makes me laugh every time because it, 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 it's, you know, like, like somebody walks in the room, Hey, what do you listen to? But it's funny. Cause there was like, that was the name of the, uh, text group. Like when we just started <laughs> talking about sending ideas back and forth before we had recorded anything, I like think either like John or Ben named it fucking whatever and and uh <laughs> and so like then then when we were talking about oh well we sh we need to give it a name and then it was just kind of like well the name's already there in the text group so let's just keep that <laughs> that's yeah. brilliant yeah fair play that's, fair that's play. inspired me to start my old band ah you wouldn't fucking like it that's my new band ah <laughs> oh, you wouldn't fucking like it what's, what's so, this ah oh, you wouldn't fucking like it ah uh, you wouldn't like so <laughs> yeah. is that spelled like a H H comma yeah. Oh, yeah, or be, like uh, how would that oh, no, it, I, I'd imagine it's all, it's all one word. I'm oh, throwing it no. back to the oh, early nice. 2000s. Oh, no. one word. Oh, you yeah, wouldn't fucking like no, it. So it's a H H U. Yeah. A H H Y O U wouldn't fucking like it. Yeah. Oh. That's it. That's perfect. Is there any possibility of ever doing a show with the band somehow? Man, we have, uh, we've had a lot of conversations about that. And then now it's a little more difficult just cause everybody's getting back to work, you know, like, um, or like just to get us all in the same place, you know, cause Ben's with group love and Anthony's with Circa and like one of the other 50 projects he's working on. So busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, um, yeah, we have, talked about that and like trying to figure out like the most like organic way to do it to where we don't have to be like running tracks or anything and hopefully somewhere down the line you know like those stars were a lot will align and we'll be able to do it but for me like i see it more like in like a theater something like that you know like not to sound too like uh far out man but like just kind of like more of an more of an more of an experience like that like to where like it's kind of like crowd interaction because I think that would be the best way to pull it off. But we're still figuring it out. Nice. Awesome. And also, imagine how good a fucking weekend with Adam and friends is in that fucking hippie <laughs> hangout that you've got going. I'm all for that. Uh, that sounds fucking man. brilliant. Yeah, it's been... Dude, like we've been doing like this year... Well, like coming up, you know, 2022, I think will be like year 11 that wow. we've done it. Yeah, like we call it Woods of Old. It's pretty great. Well, Adam, we won't keep you too much longer because, you know, obviously you're uh, on the road and you've got to prepare for a show and everything. But two last things I did want to talk about while we're mentioning music away from Taking Back Sunday. I noticed, obviously, during the lockdown period, you did do a live stream of playing just kind of different 
material and kind of just demos and stuff you've had over the years that you've never released have you ever considered or being close to kind of making a solo record of some kind or kind of going off and doing another side project or obviously we've just talked about fucking whatever now but like especially solo wise is that anything that's ever crossed your mind over the years oh i think about it all the time <laughs> there, there's a, <laughs> there, there's yeah like doing that live stream was what really kind of opened my eyes to like wait a minute i could just record this because i think it would be cool to be able to do like share that with people and uh, also and and but it's just that's just always like a timing thing but it's uh i have so much fun with it and there's like as far as like recording and like on the studio and you know that's kind of like my my favorite thing and and so so it's there's i like think the more efficient i get on the engineering side the the more real that kind of idea becomes because i think a lot of the songs that i just like them a lot yeah yeah it does it does seem like the materials there and we would love to hear it as well yeah yeah Get it out. Get it. Sort out that engineering and get it out, man. Come on. Go get to work. Well, it's like funny because I'm like looking at like the past year, like, oh my God, why didn't I have something ready like right now? But then I'm thinking, (laughs) well, my wife's getting like her second master's. Like we're homeschooling the kids. Like it's like there's so like there just wasn't like a whole lot of time or like any time really like just during day to where like that you just dedicate to doing that and then not kind of feel bad that you're not like not helping out with this other thing so (laughs) well that's fair enough it does seem a very very busy household but uh, one thing and the story i would love to kind of get a quick insight into you if possible is the time that you actually stepped in on vocals for my chemical romance because sean was actually there as well so i was just wondering maybe could you just tell us about that that was like a radio i think it was a radio show 97 x temp in tampa (laughs) i'll tell you exactly what it was 2004 it was 2004 my first time in america (laughs) and um yeah, I was with my friend's band, um, Lost Profits, and uh, oh, yeah. yes, I was literally there, and it was fucking awesome. I just remember being like, oh, um, take back some day playing, and I was like, oh, we're there. That's the guy from my chem standing next to me at the side of the stage. What's going on here? What? They're going on and doing a song? This is fucking unbelievable. There's, there's, I was actually re- reminded of that not too long ago. I think it came up like in like an internet conversation with Frankie, like there, but... Um, there, yeah, like they were, they were like, we were kind of both doing like a lot of these similar radio shows at the time. And then I don't know if Gerard had gotten sick or like, or like his like voice was out, but they were gonna, like gonna have to cancel the show and they really didn't want to. They were there. And then I just remember being like, well, like I know the words to this song, so we could, so let's figure something out. And then, and it just worked out. I think I almost sang everything correctly. <laughs> yeah it was awesome i just remember being fucking blown away i was just like it's like a fucking yeah. super group this is a fucking this is unbelievable why don't all festivals just have a section <laughs> at the end where all the bands just get together and just have a laugh and play each other's songs that would be yeah like i i have a good amount of uh bands i think i could do that with that would be a whole lot of fun 
<laughs> Ooh, who would you like to? Who would you like to do it with? Who would you like to go and do a song with? Um, well, I mean, just since we're out with Jimmy World right now, we had we did a tour with them. It was like right before we went in to record Louder Now, and then on that tour, Jim asked if I would sing Davy, if if I would sing his part, and then so I got to go up every night and sing with him which was a wild i'm like i can't believe this is happening so there's that and but um <laughs> me like like now man well, well what you got to think is at the mo- at the moment in the uk right rick astley that's right never gonna give you up <laughs> famous yeah. meme singer rick astley is currently fronting a band where they do a set of of the smith covers <laughs> Really? What? Yes. yes. What? That's what band? What band would Adam Lazara front as a cover band? Oh man, as a cover band, I don't. I don't even. Who do you think you see, could do? Who who has the songs that you know enough of? Um. Well, I could do. Man, I'm like trying to think. Like I could do. Uh, I wish I I knew about this question because I don't want to give an answer that's like not cool. <laughs> <laughs> but like i could do like anything nirvana i could do like i know all those songs still and and yeah, my, and uh wait well i tell you what i tell you what i'll go first right and then you can say well that's not cool so use mine right oh God, i could are. do from a to z limp biscuit oh wow there's uh <laughs> oh, oh, oh hey, wow. have have uh have you seen that uh that woodstock yeah, uh, documentary. Wow, oh, man, no, that I, was heavy, huh? Documentary yet, but I, I, yeah, I remember watching that over and over and going, "Oh, this is terrible." But then, yeah, you heard about it, and the organizers still yeah. blaming Fred Durst to this day. <laughs> yeah, it's which is a crazy thing because then, like, even like Anthony Kiedis kind of did the same thing that Fred Durst did. The only difference was that they don't have a song like about breaking things. But turning everything uh, into California instead, shit. Or like, kind of like that world. Like, I could do Rage Against the Machine easy too. Like, I know all those words still. And and man, like, I oh man, I remember there's this one year we were playing Reading and Leeds, and they were headlining, and like we like we probably played at like two or three in the afternoon, so we're just hanging out, and then like we're kind of standing like near the stage, you know. And, uh, and then these, these four, like, like blacked out Audi sports cars, just like pull up, like right next to the stage. And we're like, what? And then, um, so then they each get out of one of the cars and they're dressed in the Guantanamo Bay, like prison suits. And there's black bags on their heads and they have their security, like walk them on stage. And, and then, um, and then we like we knew some of the security guys because they also had worked with Blink One Eighty Two and we've been on tour with them. So then they like pull us up. They pull us up on stage, and so we're watching Raging the Machine at Reading and Leeds. And then, dude, it's like their whole entire stage was lined with monitors. It was the loudest stage I think Shit. I've ever ever heard. And oh man, it was just in incredible like it was like one of those moments of like i can't believe i get to do this oh my god i'm the luckiest guy <laughs> this is amazing 
Well, that's that's seriously that's that's awesome. I'd love to see you do some Rage Against Machine covers. And for anyone oh, me listening, too. I think they all know that my band would be taking back Sunday. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it'd one, have to be. It'd have to be. What, it'd have to be. Sorry, Adam. Uh, but one last uh, thing before you go. No, now, you're um, making me blush, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me. No one wants to see me try and try and imitate you oh um, i can only imagine how bad that would I be do. Oh, I, my do. God. I, one, I would pay good money for that right that's it yeah you're the only one yeah you're the, the only subscriber to the he twitch says stream that he's going because to do. Yeah, he knows uh, i would go and swing the mic and i would just hit myself in the face knock myself out oh, and then i'd love, that. Never, I'd love yeah, that. To do it again <laughs> that's how you learn man that's how you learn you gotta <laughs> you gotta take it to the face sometimes you know to know how to not make it so that doesn't happen anymore <laughs> that's the quote of the episode anyway you've got to take yeah. it to the face Adam oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking up no but no, just to leave you on one last question Adam obviously Taking Back Sunday will be coming back to the UK in yes. March 2022 yes. fingers crossed with Alkaline Trio yes co-headlining right. with Alkaline Trio um, you must just be ecstatic to share the stage with those guys again come back over yeah. here and just be in front of people's faces. Yeah, man. Like I, yeah, like I just really can't wait. Like Alkaline Trio, I absolutely love their band and have for a long time. And then to just to be able to go back over, over to the UK, man, like there was definitely points over the past year to where it's like, are we ever going to be able to go anywhere again? Oh my God. Like <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen? You know, like not to sound, sound dramatic, you know, but they, and then, so but just that they're there that we're able to do that and that there's people that are that are excited to go it makes me uh i'm just really looking forward to it nice well yeah i know we can't wait yeah we will be there i'll be in uh i'll be in the middle of the pit screaming every lyric like if i look looking you yeah but- <laughs> we're gonna be there in the day looking for discounted tickets to fucking venmo <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah hey man you just shoot me an email. We'll we'll work something out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time, Adam. It's been yeah, an absolute pleasure you. to speak to you again. It goes without saying how much we appreciate you, the music, the band, everything. And yeah, just looking forward to uh, to March next year and be able to scream those lyrics back at you. Uh, man, well, thank you guys for all the kind words. So thanks for uh, thanks for. Thanks for reaching out to me for your 152nd episode. That's uh, that's awesome. Keep up the good work. Yes. Yes. Absolutely amazing. Adam Lazara back on Sapnin Podcast. What a man. What Ooh. a human. What a musician. Confessed my love for him again a few yes, times. He, um, he seemed to enjoy it and he seemed to like to catch up with us so for that i'm eternally grateful and thank you for taking the time while on tour to talk to us why wouldn't he want to be uh talk to two people who are just going to blow smoke up his ass for an hour <laughs> like <laughs> we love you man all right man um any chance we could talk to you about whatever you're doing um we're just gonna be super nice and love you and uh um but yeah it was awesome it was a very funny chat um again we got to talk about two of my favorite ricks um rick flair and rick james i was absolutely i was in tears when rick flair came up i was just not well, expecting that to, to happen you know who'd ever thought that we'd bring take it back sunday and wrestling together so that's <laughs> that was good um yeah yeah 
Yeah. Now, if we can get Taker Max Sunday to fight somebody at that um, every time I die wrestling event on a, every every December, that'd be quite good. Should be an interband wrestling, shouldn't it? One one member from from every band should have to be forced into wrestling training, and then they do a royal rum do a royal rumble <laughs> in it like a download or a reading or whatever. <laughs> indie, it'd be an indie fucking yeah. rumble, wouldn't it? Reading, it wouldn't be as good. Um, but yeah, thank you again, Adam. I know you're not going to listen to this, but thank you again. He might listen to this. I don't know. And if he does, I'm sorry about that. Um, but yeah, we, we had a great chat with him. Thank you very much to Emma Van Dytes for sorting it out. She is uh, fantastic. Yes, she is. We love her very, very much. Thank you again. And just going to remind you about a few things. Taking Back Sunday uh, have coming up now. Of course, they've just released a new cover of Weezer's My Name is Jonas, which is absolutely incredible. Good. It's available on all Very streaming good. platforms now, so go and check that out. They're working on new music, so keep an eye out for that in the future. And they will be returning to the UK in March 2022 for a co-headline tour with Alkaline Trio playing the following places. Merthyr Tidville. Are they playing Merthyr Tidville again? Again, mind. Again. The fact that I can say again, right? Take It Back Sunday once played Merthyr Tidville. They did. Because my band used to exist. <laughs> there was no rock festivals in Merthyr Tidville until my band came along and then they had to pull one on to accommodate us. And then four years later, Take It Back Sunday are playing in Merthyr Tidville. Oh, you're welcome, Merthyr, but also fantastic. And you were on just before him, but let's probably not remind Adam that you took him. You're the reason why he went to Merthyr Tidville. Out of all the places oh, he's played in, over the years, I don't think Merthyr oh, yeah. Tidville's oh, up there. Right. Ne- next time, I'm going to write it down. Next time we talk to him, I'm going to ask him his opinions on Merthyr <laughs> Tidville. Even though he didn't, he didn't see any of it bar the castle. castle. That was it. Well, that was sad- it. Sadly, they're not coming back to Merthyr Tidville on this run, but in March 2022, Bullshit. they are coming to Newcastle, Glasgow, Manchester, Burnham, and London, co-headlining with Alkaline Trio. So that's going to be um, a hell of a tour. And go and check out his new side project, Fucking Whatever, with John Nolan, whatever. Ben from Superlove, and Anthony Green of Seosin, Circus Survive, and so many other fucking projects. I can't believe he gets to make so many. How does he keep up with all of them? I don't understand. But loads of things going on. Absolutely chuffed that we could do this episode again and celebrate 152 with people who like that number. Yes, and um, just to lay you in on a little secret with numbers and stuff, every number we have a think, how does this relate to bands or stars or even episode 147, we tried to get Ronnie the Rocket Sullivan, who's a famous snooker player, the greatest snooker player of all time. He's also fucking mental as well. So, yeah, we did try, but that didn't work. But we are all, always trying for funny numbers. So if you've got any ideas for 153, 154, 155, 156, you know, numbers, the numbers as they go all the on. Numbers. All of the numbers. Let us know who you think we should get in. Like episode 555, got to be one of Slipknot. 100% it, it is going to be, be one yeah. of Slipknot, right? Six 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 six. We'll have S- Lucifer himself. <laughs> but on that logic, we need to convince one of the Blink Boys to come on four and eight two. Must do. We have to. Right. right. It'd be rude if we he didn't. It, we really, need... didn't it? Really. So. Well, well yeah. You if know. Adam, if Adam can come on for one five two, one of Blink can come on for one eight two. The very, le- the very least, Mark Opus can come on for one eight two. Can he? Or, or if you got to, if like if we have to, and I won't enjoy it. Courtney Kardashian. 
<laughs> I won't enjoy it. I won't enjoy it. But she'd have to come on because she's now related to the Blink One Eight Two. I would. Well, she is. Te- yeah, yeah. She is. They're engaged now, aren't they? Are in uh, Trav. Yeah. Um, congratulations. I don't mind going on the fancy plane and speaking to Trav and her at the same time, though. No, neither does Travis. No, apparently. <laughs> Fucking hell! I don't mind even doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh, at Pod anyways, on Twitter and yeah. Instagram let us know your thoughts Fair. any numbers that would be good to relate to certain episodes or anything and go and please check out our Patreon page patreon.com forward slash sapnin because that is the best way to support the podcast if you enjoy listening to it it's the fucking only way it's the only nonsense. way what do you mean it's the best way yeah. well that or if you hey, if you see me in the street Give me a fiver. <laughs> I was going to say, check him a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but over you, there, no, the end of this has gone mad. Over there, there's loads of extra bonuses and stuff that we try to put up as, as regularly as we can. There's a wonderful community, and we've been doing a lot of celebrations lately. Uh, coming up in a few weeks will be the third birthday of oh, Saturday Podcast. So we're going to be doing a few things to celebrate that with a special meetup to our patrons, and we're going to be doing something christmas uh, involving a gig so if you want all the information on that patreon.com forward slash sapnin and come and join in on the fun yes uh should be very, two very very good events if they um if they come off like we are currently organizing i'm very very excited by them both um any other news morgan any personal news didn't you have that penis reduction last week you have that problem you have that problem with balance you can falling forward all the time Anyway, never mind all that bollocks. We need to thank some very, very important people who are involved in our Patreon. Yes, if you head to the description of this episode, there's loads of names there of wonderful people who support us. But now Sean is going to read out some of the elite members of our Sapping Podcast Patreon community. Those are the top tiers. And they're wonderful, 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 wonderful people like everybody else in the group. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This couldn't have been done without the Patreon on us now. I know we say this every week, but genuinely, thank you very much to everybody who's ever been part of the Patreon. Um, if you've thought about it, get a fucking move on, will you? Uh, thank you very much to the fantastic Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Urangatang, Closely Away, Janelle Caston, Amadine, thank you so much, Shona Morgan, for everything, Urbano, that's the weirdest middle name I've ever read, Mitch Perry, 
Dilly, I thought this was OnlyFans Grimwood. Dilly, you know from the behind-the-scenes photos that we've put up that this is more X-rated than OnlyFans anyway, so we could do more. So thank you very much. Kelly Ewan, Kelly Young, Liam Connolly, Natasha Morris, Drew Styles, Nathan Croshaw, Emma Barber, Paul Hirschfield, Sammy G, Tony Michael, Kat Besson, Can- Captain Hannibal, Jenny Robertson, Murray Grimwood, Scott Jones, Johnny Phillips, Amy Campion, Name Redacted, Mikey McDonald's McMuffin Buns, Caroline Robinson, Chris Howard, C- Craig Irvin. Congratulations, Craig Irvin's um, pregnant. Well, he's not, his missus is, obviously. Thank you very much. Louis Cook, Martin McManus, Kevin Clark, Danny Eaton, Carl Pendlebury, Lydia Henderson, James McNaught, Craig Harris, Jenny Sexyboy Munster, Lucy Diaz, Emily Perry, John and Emma, Jason Oredia, Becky Andy, Stuart McNaught, Kelly Cannon, Sharif Awadali, Ollie Amesbury, Adam King of the Goss Parslow, we saw the other week. Uh, Josh, I have a fear of speed bumps, but I'm slowly getting over it. Crisp, one of his better ones. Alice Wood, Kieran Allen, Reese Bowring, Ben Evans, Amy Chilvers, Kate Stevenson, Connor Lewins, Livy Cropper, Daniel Slamvile, Putquin Gilco, Gaelic, Rob Slanter, Silio, Gogo, Stevenson. Try me again, son. Try me again. Bring it, like. Oh, is it? Oh, I know, I'll do the big long Welsh tow. He'll never be. Ha! In the words of David's <laughs> disgraced comic, Dave Chappelle. Gotcha, bitch! And that'll be that. Oh, thank you to this one. <laughs> I don't know if it was the last one. But thank you to this wonderful, wonderful people. Literally, without the Patreon, this podcast would definitely not be able to happen. It wouldn't have gone on as long as it has. So, if you're listening to this and you're not, please have a think about it. We would appreciate it. And we'd love to get to know you a little bit more. But this has been a wonderful episode. Absolutely means the world to me that Adam Lazara has come back on to talk to us, da- two daft Welsh idiots. And we'll be back. I'm surprised he came back. I'm surprised too. But he did and he laughed. So, I mean, good good signs all around. But we'll be back next Friday and every Friday with a very special guest. And next week's will help a little bit with the spooky season. Ooh. Wait, I don't know who it is. Ooh, what? Ooh, ooh. Is it the Misfits? Are we doing the Misfits? Trick or treat, motherfuckers! I don't know why I said that, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you said that. Uh, I don't know why you said that. Let's go with fucking mental. Yeah, in the, in the vein of fucking whatever, I'm going to go with fucking something. Say it then. It's happening. You're listening to Sabnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.